Hi, everyone. Welcome to Tech Talk, a podcast where we talk about uh, various technology-related topics and uh, try to dive deep into one of the topics every week. Uh, today, Amit and I, we're going to talk about NFT, a really popular and much requested topic. Uh, NFT has been popular for quite a few months now um, and it is something very interesting and it also goes along quite well with some of the other topics we've covered like cryptocurrency, blockchain, uh, CBDC even a little bit, uh, etc. So uh, yeah, a lot of you have requested uh, and it's a very, very trending topic even in Google Trends and in many other uh, uh, social media platforms as well. We wanted to cover it, um, but we wanted to obviously know about this a little bit more uh, and uh, we have some knowledge. Uh, we, we you know, looked into it and uh, we feel like it's very interesting to talk about it with you guys because a lot of people are willing to find out more and um, what better way than for than 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 this this podcast? So uh, thank you very much, guys, for joining. Um, and uh, let's let let's dive right in. So uh, yeah, Amit, I'll start with a question. What what do you um, you know what is NFT? Well, don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think yeah, I, I think we we selected a good topic because uh, in last in our last podcast we spoke about metaverse and we said that one of the things that uh, people can do uh, in metaverse is buy digital assets like a piece of land, like a piece of clothing, a piece of uh, a, a house, etc. And in order for them to buy something online, which is very unique and uh, it can't be replicated you need uh, some kind of a payment uh, like a currency uh, and that is uh, basically being fulfilled by nfts and facebook and many other companies are now behind creating their own kind of nfts uh, and uh, using them using it in their platforms so i think it is the next big thing because if people are going to the digital universe then you need some kind of a token or a currency and that will be one of the things so nfts um, i think they stand for non-fungible token but that's what i know can you elaborate Ridath? yeah sure 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 so just just um, obviously you know because it's a sort of a cutting edge new technology everyone's definition vary a little bit but i personally wouldn't call it currency these are like more of an okay. artifact I would Artifacts, call it. okay so, um, so NFT stands for non-fungible token, and uh, although fungibility is an English word, it's not. It hasn't been a very commonly spoken word for uh, until recently. So, a lot of people don't understand what fungibility means. So, let me let me give an example. For example, um, if you have a, a note, a, you know, if you're in the UK, you have British pounds as, you know, five pound notes, 10 pound notes, etc. Or if you're in uh, somewhere else uh, in America, you have dollars as, as pieces of paper, but they represent, they represent a value. Uh, and an important thing is each of a 10 pound note or a, you know, one dollar note uh, represent the same value. Uh, there are multiple copies yes. of it, yeah. uh, but they all represent the same value. So um, basically, if I, for example, take a 10 pound note and mush it up, uh, but then, you know, open it up again, it, it's not going to lose its value. I can then give it to you and then get two five pound 
notes in return um, or get another 10 pound note in return and you would be fine with it anyone would uh, and that property of note is called fungibility so there are many copies of it out in the market and they're all replace replaceable by each other okay so, so cash is uh, replaceable yes so like yes, one bitcoin is equivalent to another bitcoin and you can exchange yes. bitcoin the value is the same yes absolutely so that's so fungibility they, yes so they, these things are fungible but the picture of mona lisa that is in in, in museum louvre museum i think it is um, museum yes so, so if you take a picture go and take a photograph of mona lisa uh, the the painting and then you print it out in a really really you know high quality printer it's still not going to be the same as owning the original mona lisa that would be millions and millions of dollars or pounds but uh, that copy of that artwork is not going to be the same as the original artwork itself and it's not just a picture of Mona Lisa usually all artwork in in in, in a way uh, are unique in their you know in their existence so the artist you know purposefully creates an artwork and that artwork the original piece is not replicable or copyable and even if you do make a copy of it the original one remains its you know keeps its value Yes. you know you, you wouldn't transfer and even if it is even if it isn't if even if it is for example in in my definition i said taking a picture of mona lisa but forget about taking a picture but a really good artist if they copies the and paints a mona lisa drawing you know you know atom by atom and it's exactly the same even then it's not going to have the same value even though they are materially similar or same even then the original one will remain its value so this property so in in this scenario the painting of mona lisa is non-fungible because it, it's not exchangeable like a note is or like a bitcoin is okay so so how do we um sort of replicate this behavior this non-fungibility in digital world we can do it by etching this information of ownership into blockchain as we know blockchain is a public um, you know public ledger everyone knows you know which account owns how much cryptocurrency or whatever so it's it, it, it's publicly known who owns what at which point so um, if we add this piece of information in the public ledger in Ethereum blockchain or some new cryptocurrency blockchains that have started, like um, Solana, I think one of them, uh, they create smart contracts where you could add more information rather than just transaction information. You could say that, okay, this piece of board Ape, which is a popular NFT, is owned by this you know, wallet or this person. Uh, because wallet but, here, but hang on so i have a question so yes you're right we can store it in the ledger that this piece of information is owned by that person but mm. information on a digital platform can be copied so like a computer file so i can copy a word document and i can create another one of course absolutely so, that, so how do you differentiate that is that is very interesting so for example board ape is a one of a, a very popular nft and they have a, a thousand unique 
pictures, which is what they represent, and they are being sold in the NFT marketplace. And you know, it's a digital digital image, and you could easily copy that image and you know save it as your screensaver. But the person who owns the image as as who officially owns it is declared in the public blockchain that this person paid and this nft belongs to this person and it's everyone knows it's public and everyone anyone can go and check it out who is the original owner of it so yes you can copy that picture and you could print it you could you know frame it and hang it in your walls or save it in your screensaver but you won't be owning the original image now that's why a lot again, of people again 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 i have a question so if you can't own the original image then can the person uh i mean use copyright laws to so there copying? is yes yes if they wanted to but right now in in the nft world they're not really um enforcing that if you'd like because this is not about people making copies or not because what happens is um a lot of people are saying that okay you know what is the value i can anyone can copy that you know what what's the point of me and it's a digital image and you know what's the point so um to counter that the counter argument for it is that the board ape club or this organization who released all of these you know a thousand images limited uh two thousand or ten thousand or however um they are going to be member of this exclusive clubs where there's going to be meetups where there's going to be other benefits like you could only uh, you know enter an exclusive area in a in a particular place or you could only be invited to some event if you own this nft of this project so there are more benefit than just owning a digital image but you could just be happy with just owning the digital image anyway because that also you could you could then you know technically enforce copyright law and say that no one else can copy it you can do that but usually people are not doing that right now but the the, the whole point of nft is that you're declaring the ownership to the world and anyone can come and check in the blockchain who owns this and that way whatever the artwork is you're the owner now this is this is uh, nft is very highly related with in in the art world now in in art world there are many uh things that are you know that that works a little bit differently than than real world for example you know you could i could give you an example saying that there are three pieces of um, canvas with the same shade shade of red in, in you know side by side one is purposefully drawn that particular shade by a very famous artist and that's exactly the painting the completed painting that's what they wanted that famous artist they created that um, artwork and that is a shade of red and that's it and then the other one is someone else wanted to finish wanted to start a drawing and they for as a backdrop they just started you know a painting and this as a backdrop they they created a red shade you know shade of red onto the canvas and the other one uh, the third one is probably um just how red the sky is on at sunset next to the nile river you know and 
and they're all the same shade of shade of red and there's no difference at all uh, which painting is more valuable to you because materialistically they're all same exact same thing now there are obviously people would say some of them one of them or you know one of them is more than the other and they will grade them one two three or whatever and they will all price them differently based on the desire so in artwork in in art world um you know the way things are priced are differently and ownership is a very important you know uh, very important thing who owns an art um you know even though there are thousands and millions of copies of mona lisa everywhere everyone knows how mona lisa looks but i think someone would pay millions or even billions to be able to own the original mona lisa because it's the ownership of that original piece of art that is that has a specific value so yeah nfts kind of ensures that whatever it is it's a digital picture or digital anything even it could be text or just writing or even an audio but it can be publicly you know declared to the world that i am the owner of it and no one can take that away the ownership there is no no one can replicate and no one can con you by selling you a fake because it's in the blockchain permanently etched who is the owner so that's what makes an nft um you know uh, a, a valuable asset because you know who the owner is there is no way of conning anyone uh, there is no way of faking an artwork and um you know as an added bonus now recently all of these projects board ape is just one project there are many other projects that are in you know there's whale and there are various projects and these projects the project owners uh usually it's a company or a club they give exclusive access to the owners um so that's another extra benefit of owning an nft so uh i feel like that kind of covers everyone anyone who is talking about what's the point of owning a digital one which can be copied so um yeah i, I have a question now so you have explained the definition and you have given why it's needed but where is nft in all this is it the digital asset is it the transaction in the bitcoin ledger blockchain ledger so what is nft representing so suppose i say okay i have an nft so does that mean i have a original digital asset and uh, it is now in the blockchain ledger and that record i am carrying and that token is mine so what is actually the nft in all these different terminologies the nft is the digital product the in in sense of um, you know as i uh, used board ape as an example over and over again we there are various other uh, i i i can't remember any other names at the moment because board ape is one of the most popular ones so a picture of a board ape a cartoon representation um if you own an nft basically you mean uh, it means that you own that picture oh. now obviously that picture can be copied by everyone but you are the owner of that picture that picture the original one yes but now, what about the creators do they not own uh, the do they not have the ownership just because they have created it like an artist creates so, painting so yes you create or in the nft world you say you minted it uh, in the blockchain so an artist creates an art a digital artwork 
and then they mint it in blockchain. So basically they publish it for the first time in marketplace and then anyone can buy it. Um, and when they buy, artist usually gets a royalty. So every time it changes a hand, uh, the artist will get usually 5%, 10% or whatever the artist decides in the beginning. He, will, he or she will always get a percentage of the buying price which is also very good for artists worldwide because artists usually don't get enough credit or enough you know an artist could have a masterpiece but they don't have enough exposure so someone buys it for a hundred you know for a hundred dollars and then they takes it to a really exclusive place and sells it for a million dollars but the artist didn't get anything but in this NFT world, the artist will always get a preset percentage as a royalty every time the NFT changes hands or changes ownership. Oh, wow. uh, so that's also very good for artists. Um, and um, uh, yes, the artist initially owns it as he or she created it. And then um, once they put it in the marketplace, which is minting it, and then anyone can buy it and be owner of it. Uh, artist obviously selling the ownership to to the potential buyer now yeah so that's uh, that that's so that's how... the digital the digital asset itself is an nft and uh, can i give nfts for free like yes. i create something and then i just give it to you and you are now the owner i mint it on the blockchain ledger does it cost me anything if I want yeah to that is uh, that is that is very interesting so there is quite a bit of cost associated with it now uh the cost no one else is uh you know profiting from it like it's not like a third party who's making a lot of money by you know it enabling you to mint it uh basically minting means that you are basically adding this in the blockchain which means that you have to make a transaction in the blockchain so ethereum transactions has a transaction fee uh, any transaction in any blockchain usually has some sort of fee usually you know sometimes the less popular blockchains have free transaction but that's you know there is a, a usually a fee associated with it. and in ethereum you, you call it gas fee and depending on the time of the day and uh, day of the week, uh, depending on how busy the network is, the gas fees goes up and down. Now, you know, you have to pay that gas fee to be able to publish it in the blockchain. And then if someone wants to buy it, they have to make another transaction because that transaction would prove the ownership that this wallet owns this digital product now so it has to change from this wallet to the other wallet to the seller wallet from from the seller wallet to the buyer wallet so all of these things uh, require transaction fees so these are transaction fees by ethereum blockchain network or whichever other blockchain network there is a transaction fee so that fee can become quite high uh, for example i have purchased a web3 domain rinatmalik.crypto and as a, even though it's a domain, it's also an NFT. And I attempted to publish it just for, for fun of it. I don't know, I don't think anyone would want to buy Crypto, my own name. But for the fun, I just wanted to see like, and it was gonna, the gas fee was about $120, which I didn't think that was worth my fun. So I didn't do it anymore. Um, but yeah, if you want to publish uh, in order to sell an NFT and then, someone could buy it for free but they would still have to pay the transaction fee um to to change you know to 
add that transaction in the add block that information in the ledger so you mentioned yeah. about ethereum and ethereum is mostly smart contract so is there a contract where i say okay i am the creator and i now pass the ownership of this particular digital asset to this person say person a i am person a i pass the ownership to person b rinat malik uh and then you it's it's a smart contract it's there in the ethereum blockchain and then when you have to sell it to someone you change that again you write a new contract and you say i rinath malik now uh, uh i mean i forgo my ownership and i pass the ownership to say amit sarkar back again and that gets added to the blockchain right yes that's essentially what a transaction is in ethereum blockchain you know that's the that's that's kind of the definition of smart contract uh basically in my mind and i could be wrong actually but um you know in in the blockchain you're basically usually just you know in in a ledger what do you do you say that transaction you know from this wallet to this wallet this is the amount now uh, i think in smart contracts what you do extra is instead of saying this is the amount you could say this is the digital information that, so yes, this okay. wallet to that wallet instead of the amount uh, the number of ethereum coins you say that oh this nft yeah so, so blockchain works like that the yeah. we mentioned the transaction of between a and b but instead of transactions we can have a book we can have anything it's yeah, information yes. absolutely absolutely and that's that's basically you know that piece of information is the nft now uh, just to clarify i mean all of our examples were talking about images it doesn't have to be images it could be an audio file it could be a text it could be any digital information that you so could it's, it's like a tweet an instagram post a facebook video youtube video a news article so this is where it gets a little bit complicated because twitter posts are owned by twitter um how would you take ownership of that to be able to then later sell it i mean obviously the code itself the the text itself if you wrote it and if you came up with that line then you could say that i'm the owner of it and this is my nft i published it that's a different story than a twitter post because you know anything in twitter which has gotten a number of responses retweets whatever that's up to twitter's you know world you know that's not necessarily owned by you the the, so... the the characters and the text is owned by you but you know if you want to sell it as a twitter post that means that twitter has some sort of association with it which is um not owned by yourself so that's that's a different uh, that has a bit more <laughs> complications to it then uh, say taylor swift releases an audio file and she says <laughs> that I taylor's that's okay. nft taylor swift owns the nft and then she wants to sell that okay i will sell the first audio song first song that i ever recorded as an mm-hmm. nft to whoever is the highest bidder is that possible that is possible but it's it's really interesting that you chose taylor swift as a as an example because there is something else that's happening right now in the music world where taylor swift has done some you know some some you know revolutionary uh, situation where she published Taylor's version of some of her own songs which are which is a different story altogether but it's also very interesting in terms of what do you mean by Taylor's version of her own song because so I So basically so basically she 
you know, a lot of the songs she wrote and then she composed and then she sang. And then she, um, you know, recording studios or publishing studios or, you know, these organizations purchased the copyright of the song, um, you know, the voice that she sang because she went to sing in a recording studio, the, you know, the publishing house sponsored it and they own that, that, music that was created on the day and then taylor swift obviously gave away the copyright etc instead you know in return of money etc but now what she didn't do is she didn't sell the music composition of the song and she's also the creator of the music composition now when she came back and went through these contracts she realized that she owns the music composition and now if she sings the song again and records it again, that is not, not owned by the publishing house. And she can because, do what she wants with it. Yeah, because she's the one who also wrote the music. Uh, she could just sing it again and then own the whole thing again. <laughs> so basically that, that's why you would now, if you go on YouTube or Spotify or various other streaming apps, you'll see there is a Taylor Swift, you know, some popular song, and then there is a Taylor's version uh, in bracket of the same song, oh. but that is Taylor Swift sang it again and added with the music composition that she created and she didn't sell the copyright of the music composition, so she could do whatever she wants with it. So that, you know, kind of took the music industry by storm because uh, these publishing houses lost a lot of money. Yes, and they lost a lot of money because of it, because, you know, Taylor Swift kind of, um, you know, took away that opportunity. Now, um, obviously, you know, to publish a song as an NFT, it's possible to do that. Uh, you need to be owning all aspects of it. The lyrics, okay, uh, song, the music that goes with it. So you've got to make sure that you own in order for you to be able to sell. Or it could be a publishing house who, who owns and who paid three different people, the lyricist, the music composer, and then created a song. And then the publishing house owns everything and they can sell it or mint it as an NFT. Yeah, that's also possible. So it's, it's like trading art. So art goes from one hand to another hand. It's an original piece of work. It goes from one hand to another hand. And an mm -hmm. NFT can go from one hand to another hand. And whenever mm -hmm. it changes hand, that person owns the original version of that particular digital asset. So now it means yeah. that if I own a car inside a metaverse and I have created it or I bought it from someone, then the ownership is mine and no one can say outside the metaverse as well that that car doesn't belong to you. It belongs to the company that's hosting the metaverse. Is that correct? Uh, sorry, I, I, I didn't fully catch you there. So, so basically, I have I own a car inside the metaverse. Uh -huh. paid for it and I have the ownership. Uh, it's an NFT. Yes. And, yeah. uh, outside the metaverse, no one can say, even the people who have created the metaverse, that, uh, okay, Facebook is not the owner of that particular car. Amit Sarkar is the owner of the car. Yes. Yes. You, I mean... Uh, that's the beauty of NFT and that's why Metaverse could talk to other companies' virtual worlds as well because the ownership of your car is not controlled by Facebook or Google or Apple or anyone. The, whether, the, the, whether or not you own the car is etched in blockchain that you are the owner of that piece of digital asset. 
Now, Facebook could honor all the assets owned by all of in, in that blockchain. In that case, they will also have to honor yours. Or Facebook could decide that we're not going to honor any NFTs or any assets in Ethereum blockchain, which is obviously very unlikely and it's detrimental for their business to do that because okay. then you know, what's yeah, the point? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you own, you know, something and it's, you know, minted or etched in blockchain, Ethereum blockchain or whatever, uh, then the ownership is de determined by the blockchain. It's a public ledger. No one can change it. No one can has any authority of it. And if Facebook honors all the assets owned by everyone in Ethereum blockchain in Metaverse, then all of it will be there for everyone. Oh, that is interesting. So that takes everything to the whole new level because now you can buy anything, prove your ownership, move from one place to another. It's like driving a car from one city to another and you're still the owner of the car. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's uh, it, it, There are so many potential of when you merge all of these these new technologies together. I mean, it's just, it's just you know, mind-boggling how advanced so, it is. So like, uh, okay, so uh, I'll dig it a bit uh, more deep. So I have an audio file. Um, say I'm a studio, I have an audio file and I push it out and people can buy a copy of that audio file. They don't own the original, but they buy a copy. So every time sure. they buy a CD, they buy a DVD, it's a copy of the original song. And I can make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. If I want to sell the NFT, I sell the ownership uh, and I sell it for a million dollars and someone then can enforce copyright. So I then cannot sell those DVDs or CDs in the future because I don't own the copyright anymore. I've sold it for a million dollars to someone else and they own the ownership. And so they yeah. can exercise their right to prevent copying or they can ask for money in return. So that's, yeah. uh, that's one thing. Um, and then, so why would someone uh, want to sell an NFT instead of selling copies of it? Because then you can mint more money out of it, right? If once you sell the ownership, you lose a mechanism to make money out of it. It does make sense, I understand. But why would, say, a studio lose ownership of something that it can make money from forever, say? It's the argument of selling or buying anything, really, isn't it? The person who's selling, it has less value to them than the person who is buying. So, um, you know, when an interesting quote I've, um, I've, I've uh, come across recently in, in stock market, right? Um, you know, so many, you know, big institutions and, you know, Wall Street investors and, you know, educated research analysts, etc. They're all buying and selling. You know, a very expert person is deciding to buy the same share the uh, that someone else who is also you know probably very much expert is deciding to sell it they're both thinking they're doing the right thing but you know whether it's right or wrong no one knows at that point so you know it's about buying and selling so you know say for example you know some you you created a music and you know you can you know let people stream for a charge or let people buy a copy of it and um you can make money, but you might think that the amount of money I'm making by streaming, I would rather sell the copyright, so let someone else make that money, but I want an upfront, you know, uh, cash in hand, $1 million for it, whatever. Okay. 
and you, you, you decide that your cash flow is more important to you, so you want to sell it. Or you might decide that, you know what, I want this to continue, so I will keep selling it, etc. So it's, it's about that decision. So someone might want the cash flow, someone want, might want the upfront lump sum, or someone might want to continue. Based on that, they make their decision of buying and selling in their artwork and, it's, you know, and that is the risk. That's why, I mean, some people, um, you know, obviously regretted selling because after that, uh, you know, it became very popular and viral. Like Apple, you know, Apple shares, you know, there was one one owner of Apple share at the beginning. Yeah, you keep reading about it, that <laughs> he owned it, then he would have been a, like a millionaire or billionaire by now. Yes, yes. So that kind of story. It's, um, yeah. So, uh, so as a person, so I understand what an NFT is and now I'm eager to buy something, say for 10 pounds, I want to buy an NFT. Where can I actually buy an NFT and uh, how can I create one? So, things? in terms of creating one, depending on your standard of quality, you probably already have everything that you need to create. You can just create an NFT out of the last picture you've taken in your phone. Um, so you don't necessarily need to on purpose go and, you know, draw a digital drawing. You could just make anything into an NFT. So in terms of how to create one, the digital product itself, it's, you know, if you are a digital artist and if you want to create a really nice image or draw one, that's up to you. But you can just use your last photo or any photo that you have uh, or any image or uh, uh, any video or any audio file, whatever. You could just record yourself singing a song very badly and then, uh, you know, publish that, pub publish that as an NFT. I'm not saying you would be badly. I would be. <laughs> but um, it, it doesn't have to be a professionally created piece of artwork. <clears throat> now, when it comes to publishing it... No, 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 hang on, hang on. So I, I, I want to get this correct. So I I have a photo and I create an NFT. And in order for me to create an NFT, I need to uh, do an Ethereum transaction. It could be Ethereum or it could be anything. And then I need to record that I have created this photo using my phone on this date. And now it is etched in the blockchain. Now, whoever is... So I, I just wanted to understand this process. Of course, of course. So this is, um, you don't have to record any of that. You basically have a digital asset, which is a photo, and uh, you want to make that transaction, which is the first transaction, which will add that photo in the blockchain for, for public to sort of acknowledge. Now that's called minting. That's the first time you are adding that digital image or digital product into the blockchain. Now, um, first, you have to decide which blockchain you want to publish to. Ethereum is the most popular and also is the most expensive one. So uh, other it will cost you as well as it will cost other people to buy and sell. So you might want to think about that. Uh, there is Polygon, I think, uh, as another blockchain. Uh, which is free as of last two months ago when I checked. And both of these blockchains are available in a very popular NFT marketplace called OpenSea.com or IO, I don't know, but if you just Google Open and see as in the, uh, the, the, the 
you know, body of water, S-E-A-C, OpenSea, uh, and then you, you, the first result should be that website. It's very popular for NFT marketplace. Uh, I'm, we're not sponsored by OpenSea or any other marketplaces. Uh, there are quite a few Google best NFT marketplaces. There are quite a few. There's Rarible, there are various other, um, and some of them specializes in different kinds of artwork or different kind of uh, benefits or uh, properties, etc. So do your research on um, checking out which one you want to start with. But OpenSea is the most popular one, as far as I know. So um, you can go to OpenSea and then you create your account and there is a, a, a button or a, a, a place where you can click on mint, minting your NFT, which basically if you go through that process uh, of uploading your image or audio file or video file or whatever, your digital product, and then you pay the fee, they will do the etching, uh, they will do the adding into Ethereum blockchain or whichever blockchain, they, they probably offer two, Ethereum and Polygon. I uh, might be getting the second name wrong, but you will see the options. We can we can yeah. do some Google search and then we can publish it. Yeah, yeah. So, people so now, yeah, yeah. And then um, you basically go through the minting process and then you basically minted it and then paid the fees if necessary. And then it's available for anyone else to buy. And it's also kind of listed in OpenSea Marketplace for anyone else to see and buy. They will also be able to see how many people bought in the past, at what prices and all of that history as well. Um, you could also add more description and stuff, how, uh, how and when it was taken or recorded and then you know what extra benefits they might get. You, know, you might release like 10 images of random things, but you could say that whoever, whoever are these 10 people who owns these 10 images, they will get one hour of consultancy time with Amit Sarkar every month. So you could tell that you could basically, you're basically telling them, you know, just, they, they won't just own that digital product, but they will also get this side benefit of it. And that side benefit might be more valuable than anything else. And, you know, um, that way, it's more precious. More people would want to buy it because you know you you are you know established professional. People would want your consultancy for their testing and other technical needs, and they might actually want to buy that NFT just to be able to talk to you for an exclusive time with you at one hour every month or whatever you specify. So yeah, that's how that's how it goes at the moment. You said uh, we can select any blockchain. What happens to my NFT if that blockchain disappears tomorrow? And your that NFT, happened, right? As far as I know, your NFT will also disappear, unfortunately. Uh, that's ah. why you want to choose a blockchain which is you know, quite established, like Ethereum. That's why it's expensive, right? Um, Polygon is is also quite popular, um, but again, you know, there are you know all of these cryptocurrencies with with different blockchains, like Solana, like Matic, and these are providing their own blockchains, which are less expensive. But obviously, you know, there is a chance that that might um, come to an end. Uh, very unlikely, though. I mean, these these uh, some of the top ten or top twenty uh, cryptocurrencies reached quite high market cap. And even though right now the market is going down quite a bit, even then they are quite established. And a lot of assets, a lot of artists, and a lot of people have put a lot of assets in. So you know, a, a, a large number of people has a vested interest for. 
for it to not go down. So it's not just the company that's running it. It's now in public, you know, in the hands of public. So, yeah, because uh, if someone, I mean, if you're minting it, of course, you're paying a fee to the person. So I'm paying fees to OpenSea as well. And if they yeah. are making money, it's in their interest to maintain it. If they, if no one is maintaining it, no one can make money. Okay. And, and if you own a, you know, NFT and if you published it in, in, in say Polygon blockchain, you're also interested. You're also, you know, you also yeah. don't want the Polygon blockchain to go away. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, uh, okay. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, I, I would say these are, um, um, you know, quite uh, unlikely scenarios and, um, you know, the chances of that happening could be, you know, compared to a, you know, a small country's government falling down. So, uh, you know, you, you might, you you know, obviously we take calculated risks and I, I, in my opinion, and this is not a financial advice of any sort, uh, I, the, the probability of that happening is so low that you could still go ahead with, with some confidence. Okay. So, yeah, thanks. Thanks for clarifying all those. So now we go into buying NFT. So if I want to buy an NFT, say mm -hmm. Taylor's version of her song, where do I go and buy an NFT? So again, you go to an NFT marketplace, um, you know, like OpenSea and many others. Um, so obviously artists uh, publish the NFTs in different marketplaces. So whatever you want to buy might be available in a particular marketplace. So you go to that, go there, or you go to a marketplace of your choice and then find whatever you like, whatever is listed. Now, you, um, in order to buy something, you have to have some uh, money in your wallet. So when I say money, I, you know, nowadays money is cryptocurrency. Uh, so if they're charging in Ethereum, then you have to have some Ethereum in your wallet, the wallet that you're going to pay from. Now, recently I've heard some scams and some, you know, um, events where people lost money because there is a vulnerability where um, you know, when you are paying, I, I don't know exactly that part of the story, so I'm not going to go into too much detail without knowing, um, but there is a vulnerability where while making the transaction, someone could probably take other cryptocurrencies that are stored in the same wallet or something something similar. Oh, wow. And is it so, only a particular marketplace or any marketplace? It could be in any marketplace. It's a thing about the wallet rather than... Uh, the marketplace. So what I would advise is say, for example, you have a main wallet, say in Coinbase or in Binance or, or your own, you know, independent wallet, only transfer the money to your buying wallet where you're going to pay from the amount that you need to just pay for whatever you're going to buy. So say, for example, you go to OpenSea and you find an NFT, which is, you know, they're selling it for one Ethereum. So transfer in your OpenSea wallet or MetaMask or some, some of the popular wallets that are um, attached as a, as a Chrome extension or whatever. Um, you have, say, for example, five, uh, five Ethereum in your Coinbase wallet or your main wallet, which is not linked to anything else. Um, don't transfer more than one Ethereum to the wallet where you're going to pay from. Um, so you transfer from your main wallet to your, um, you know, paying wallet, one Ethereum, and then you go to OpenSea, you pay for that NFT with one Ethereum, and that's that's yeah, done. So, so you no don't... can steal the other NFTs, uh, sorry, other uh, Ethereums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's that's something to keep in mind. It is uh, recently happening. I've heard, and um, 
you know, it's something to be careful of. Okay, so so we have created an NFT, we have bought an NFT, and I'm guessing it's the same process for selling an NFT. You put it on the marketplace if anyone is willing to buy. So uh-huh. the other thing is, once I buy an NFT, where is it stored? Is it still stored in the marketplace, or what happens to that NFT? So it you can decide to make have it remain visible in OpenSea or any other marketplace, uh, but it is stored in the the ownership information is stored in the blockchain so even if you don't you know put it up for sale someone can go to the blockchain and see that you own that nft but as soon as you buy it automatically kind of gives you the option that do you want to relist it so someone else can buy it if they want to and then you can set a price and whatever oh interesting so i can relist it and if i say want to download that asset and take it off the marketplace can i do that uh, um, so you can download it, but downloading doesn't really mean anything because anyone can download it, right? It's the ownership of. So, but of but the ownership is of the asset. So, if that asset is in the crypto in OpenSea, then mm-hmm. uh, how am I the owner? It's like I buy a car, but it's always in a garage of the car manufacturer. Or the market. So, <laughs> uh, this is very interesting because um, yes, you buy a car, you get the registration paper, so you're the owner of the car. But a digital image is, you know, car has a function that you, you know, go from place A to B. But a digital image uh, doesn't have a function like that. Now, um, no, it has. See, so I can I can use that image as a, my profile picture. I can use that as a wallpaper. Yes, yes. I can use it in my screensaver. I can use it as a phone wallpaper. I can I can do. Yes, yes. Like you that. can do all of that, but anyone else can also do all of that yes. <laughs> by downloading if, that. If I'm the owner, and so I pay money, and then I own that asset, and that asset is there in OpenSea. What's the point? But then how do I move it from OpenSea to some other marketplace? It's not necessarily in OpenSea. It's listed in OpenSea. But the fact that you own that digital asset is, you know, uh, recorded in the blockchain. So it's it's like the registration paper that, okay, I'm the owner of the car and the car is in that garage. I take it out from that garage and I move it to another garage. The thing is, can I? Yeah, but DVLA knows that you own the car. Yes. You know, in, in UK, DVLA and yes. in US. Uh, so suppose yeah. I buy the asset in OpenSea and then I want to sell it on a different marketplace. Can I do that? I, have not, I have not personally done that. So I don't want to uh, say with too much confidence, but I would imagine you should be able to do that because that information is in, independently in Ethereum or whatever blockchain. And who, whichever other marketplace also... Um, you know, sells and uh, buys and sells in that blockchain should be able to just find your assets straight away as soon as you give them your wallet address. So, yes. That's how it should work in Metaverse, right? Because if I buy something in Facebook's Metaverse, I need to be able to go to some other Metaverse, say Apple or Google, and I should be able to uh, use it there. Because I'm absolutely that, right. That, that is my understanding. The only reason I'm not confident is because I haven't done it myself yet. But what I understand and what I what I know, and that is that is absolutely the case. Yes. Okay. Now th- this has this has been very interesting talk, Renata. I think uh, <laughs> it, it gives you a whole idea. I was uh, I 
to be honest i didn't know much about nft except the full form i didn't know what <laughs> fungible means so thank you so much for explaining that and i think we have gone through the whole journey of how to create how to buy how to sell why we need it what can you do with it what are the application and why now i think we also need to answer the question of why now and the reason why now is because of blockchain because blockchain yes, never yes. existed before yes blockchain now this yeah. is one of the applications of blockchain Yes, and that's what that's what enables this kind of artwork. Before it was, uh, I think um, there was a famous story where um, I think Hitler, Hitler's right hand man, he was an you know avid art collector, and then there was a con man who could you know draw you know exact replications of of various famous drawings, and this con man sold a a, a painting that he sort of copied uh, as original. and this this uh, person before he was you know um executed or something um he was told that look that painting that you owned with a lot of money that was actually a fake painting and he his face said that he's first time he's heard of evil in his life is <laughs> is how the storyteller described it but um yeah basically this kind of con or fake artwork uh it's just impossible in nft world because everyone knows who is the owner even then the newest forms of scams and fake that's that's a different story and uh um is happening of fake fake you know some uh, like for example board apes the the ones that i've said so they released 1000 or 10000 copies of different uh apes um that company is the owner and you know and once they got pop popular another company sort of named it something similar board 8123 and then they published another thousand you know trying to imitate the popular one but you know a lot of people also paid a lot of money <laughs> to buy that but that wasn't the original company um released uh digital assets but then you know i mean of course the humans will find <laughs> ways to new new ways to yeah. scam but this and is this we need the regulation because uh, in a market like this <coughs> where anyone can create a marketplace where you can buy and mm-hmm. sell nfts uh i think it's very important that governments i mean not not immediately because it's still i think not that popular once it gets very popular once metaverse comes and once actually people want to start buying and selling digital assets and even trading i think then you need some kind of regulation to protect people's assets or money i'm not sure if it's the regulation to be governed by the government or it's an understanding or a standard by the big companies the tech companies but i think it's needed because you're right such scams can easily happen because i just created a marketplace out of nowhere and i just yeah. created these 1000 badges out of nowhere and i charge 1000 pounds per asset and i make a lot of money and then i just disappear yeah yeah there are various uh, scams i mean we could just have another episode of all the different ways people uh, you know are making and scamming uh, you know different money and nft is also like a hotbed for money laundering as well so there are various negative connotations and negative things that are associated with it and we could i mean you know if you are interested i can go through in detail uh, in another episode but that will take another hour for sure you do that i think yeah online scams yeah or just scamming in nft that will oh, take an hour scamming in nfts oh my god yeah. so um and and yeah of course for other uh, you know visibility we should also do online scams another time but yeah 
um definitely but yeah nft the point of blockchain is that everything is public and everyone knows who owns what so that's that's the benefit that you know blockchain or nft gives and just going back to the example you gave about cars that you own a car but um this is where people might initially get um you know a little bit apprehensive in terms of owning an nft because cars has a function and your digital image that you own in an nft doesn't really have that function but uh let me go back to mona lisa picture again uh the mona lisa you know the image the actual painting it doesn't really have a function other than the fact that you can look at it but you can also look a very high resolution copy of it and get the exact same you know visual um you know uh, either way but the fact that you own the real original painting of mona lisa is something else even you though the bragging you, rights yeah yeah so that ownership is what um is important in nft world but again as i said you know it could also come with a function for example if you had 10 you know amit sarkar you know logo uh, that they, you sold as an nft and they will get one hour of your consultancy time for 12 you know 12 times every month or once every month and that is a function that they're getting out of owning the nft so absolutely um uh there could be functions but that is added and you know you, if you're buying an nft and if you're buying it for functions then you should really should look at uh all the projects and what they're offering on the side as as well as owning the nft and also again we're going back to scamming a little bit uh there could be companies who are releasing and promising a lot of functions like exclu exclusive meetups or invitations of um something or a boat party or whatever but they might not follow through with it so uh you want to do your own research if you're going for that part of the value but nft promises value of ownership and that's what you definitely get whatever it is okay so so it's it's a it's a very i mean a, a gray area because i mean we talked about nfts but because of all the scams people might be apprehensive even i'm apprehensive now <laughs> if i own something so so let me get this straight so it's basically you're buying something and then you're trying to sell it at the moment that's the function you you claim the ownership and we are not that rich i'm not that rich mm -hmm. um, so i'm not like a millionaire or a billionaire so basically i can't buy say taylor swift's original song for a million dollars so i'll buy just a digital image for fun mm. and because i bought it for fun and i can't do anything with it i just want to sell it so is it is buying and selling nft is just like buying and selling stocks no 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 at all well no fully um, i think it's more like buying and selling artwork so buying and selling artwork okay yes okay. so artworks function is different to different people yeah. um you might it may might be really valuable to you to own an nft that particular nft uh, but it might not be anything to some other people but it might be a lot more valuable to someone else so yeah right now you know you might just buy a digital um asset of anything which is not very much pricey maybe 200 dollars or whatever and then maybe after a year that particular piece of digital art ownership becomes really valuable and then you get to sell it but you know you might just be buying it for the very fact that you own that piece of artwork 
So it's more like owning a piece of artwork rather than stock because the stock has other a lot of other uh, things associated with it, which is not yeah. necessary. Makes sense. Makes sense. So it means that I can buy a digital asset today and I, I can hold on to it and sell it maybe 10 years in the future because I know that the value will increase and it'll... Uh, you, you hope might, that the value you, will yeah, increase. It's, it's like, uh, you know, I mean, uh, I had a colleague of mine uh, ex-colleague and he used to collect these uh, uh, video game cartridges Nintendo Sega cartridges and he used to collect based on the catalog so Nintendo Sega they used to publish a catalog and in that catalog they would mention the games and he would try to collect that and uh, then I mean it's like artwork so he used to then trade it for another say asset and make money from it he was a collector as well as trading it for money as well and he was saying that see no one is playing with cartridges anymore so their values are increasing the the value of owning a cartridge is actually increasing and there are people in the world who are willing to pay for it it's like artwork so the more older it gets the more valuable it becomes. Absolutely. I mean, artwork has no form, really. I mean, you know, it could be like 50-year-old uh, baseball cards. Uh, a lot of people sell, you know, some of those sell for tens of thousands of dollars. And, you know, these cartridges as well, yes, I am aware of it. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it, it could, you know, someone, a millionaire could be reminiscent of, of these things, um, you know, at, at their last stages and they could pay a good money to, to buy those cartridges just to be able to reminisce their childhood. Or it could be, it might mean nothing. For example, someone like me, because I've never, you know, um, been too fascinated about it. I did own some, you know, <laughs> some game cartridges, but as I grew up, I kind of grown out of it. But yeah, it, it, it's different value for it to different people. But yeah, you never know what would be um, priced at what level when it's when it's considered art. Okay. Well, that was a good uh, <laughs> uh, conversation, Renat, about NFTs, and I hope our audience uh, finds it very interesting as as I did because uh, it's I think it's a whole new world out there. It's it's still a very uh, uh, it's early stages. The technology is still maturing. Uh, there are a lot of things that people have to be aware of, which I think we have covered a bit. So I just hope that uh, whoever is from our audience is trying to buy an NFT, they just take extra precaution and just be extra careful. You are going to take a risk by buying an NFT. So just be aware of it and uh, try to do your uh, homework. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a fun piece of technology. Uh, it is going to boom um, sooner or later. Uh, thanks to the blockchain so yeah read more about it and uh, yeah enjoy yes yes absolutely as amit said do be cautious about it but i would still say don't be too apprehensive do do it still do go and buy one and uh, play with it uh, it is worth it and uh, there is much uh, a lot of potential for it to go a lot a lot bigger than what it is it's still still at, at its infancy the technology so yeah do do your homework and all of the cautious things that amit said but i would say then then after that go and do it still so yeah I'll thank you <laughs> hopefully i've explained it well and uh, hopefully this talk was helpful to you guys um and uh, yeah please let us know what else you want us to talk about and uh, yeah thank you very much for listening today um uh, the audience and uh, hope to see you guys next week well thank you thank you guys thank you